0: Australian Futsal community, welcome to Futsal Australia podcast number 19. My name is Andre Carr, known social media as the doctor, and I'm here with two guests today Renato Mazeto Eleandro Leandro Mercaldi. Sorry for the pronunciation, I hope I did it well. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Andre, for having us. Thank you so much.
2: Appreciate it, and happy to be here, Andre. Thank you. You Brazilians
0: working with Futsal in Australia, but I'm um, we're going to be talking today about the Junior Sydney Futsal Cup, which is going to be held from the 6th to the 8th of July in Sydney. Uh, that's the main topic of the podcast. But just before we get to the podcast, let's get to know these two guys. One is Renato is the operational manager and Leandro is the office manager of the tournament. Uh, let's start with Renato. Renato, tell us a bit of your background just before, you became the, before you became the operational manager.
2: All right. So, yeah, I'm from Brazil, Sao Paulo. Uh, I have a bachelor in tourism and events at a university called uh, in Bimorumbi, in Brazil. And uh, my pretty much my whole career in Brazil was event management. Uh, so I did uh, uh, eight years corporate uh, events in Brazil, uh, management. And then my last two years, uh, I did uh, my, uh, sport marketing. So I was more focus on events for sports where I meet Leandro there. So we have done a couple of projects for Nike football in Brazil. Uh, so where I met Leandro and it was great to have him here. And that's where the Sydney Futsal football, 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 football football Cup started.
0: Very good. I can see lots of experience that share with us. Uh, Leandro, what about you? What's your background before you? Became you got this role in the Sydney Futsal Cup.
1: Yeah, so I, I got a degree in marketing, and then I ended doing a postgraduate course in sports marketing. That in uh, back in Brazil, uh, so it's been 13 years uh, working with sports marketing. I have previously in Brazil worked for uh, night projects and also for Adidas. Uh, and since I arrived in Australia, we really wanted to uh, work with football and futsal. That's that's when the, the idea of Sydney Futsal Cup came from.
0: Very good. How long have you
2: both been in Australia?
1: I've been in Australia for seven years.
2: I arrived in 2011, 10 years. 10 years.
0: Now, you guys been you guys Australia yet, or not just yet?
1: Yeah, both yeah. of already citizens, yeah. So yeah, yeah.
0: and share with us the experience from the Sydney Futsal Cup. All right, talk about the first edition of the Sydney Futsal Cup. Um, It was three years ago. The last two years, there was no no competition due to COVID. But uh, share with us a bit of uh, how the tournament started and some of the challenges that you guys had to face in the first edition.
1: Okay, so, uh, yeah, like, look, when... um, when we saw the the futsal landscape in, in New South wales i spoke to Renato. we could see great tournaments happening in gold coast and also uh, in melbourne uh gold coast international in, in gold coast futsal Oz in melbourne so uh great uh platform for for players to experience futsal uh and and develop their game um we truly believe that futsal is one of the Main platforms to develop players, and we truly believe it's a great tool for Australia to develop the the, uh, the football zone. Uh, and new South Wales was lacking in such a great um, project. Uh, there are a few competitions, but they're not they are not very democratic. So you can't really have academies playing against clubs, and uh, and also the yeah like the. The entertainment part as well was missing a lot of those uh, 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 tournaments, so that's when the idea of organizing the Sydney Football token 2018 came from. We really wanted to create something special and and different from what other competitions were uh, offering to players.
0: Let me just uh, ask you something about the democratic part that you, that you mentioned. I want to just focus on the on the little word that you mentioned you said that there, there, there are lots of tournaments, but they're not very democratic. Can you just explain before that the what do you mean with that?
1: Yeah, well, look, there's, uh, like, we know that uh, there are academies that can't really play in certain uh, competitions. Uh, on the other hand, there's a lot of futsal tourna- uh, tournaments for clubs only. Um, so what we wanted was to create a more democratic uh, environment. Uh, as I mentioned, like, those those competitions in Melbourne and also in the Gold Coast, they, they allow clubs and academies to to compete. Uh, and for me, that's the best way to put the kids and, and the junior players to to challenge themselves. Um, mm-hmm. There's no separation. It's all like, coming from Brazil, like, we, it, this is a, a very different from what we experienced in Brazil, like in Brazil, it's all mixed and the opportunities are there for, for everyone. Uh, so this is something that we wanted to, uh, to bring to New South Wales as well.
0: Understand. Uh and how was that first edition in 2019? Renato,
1: you wanna
2: yeah. Well, uh Leandro called me saying let's do it, let's make it happen. So it was a big challenge. Everyone knows that when you you create a very first event, no one knows us. So it's uh it's a challenge, but we we could make it. So we did uh with thirty eight teams participating from uh, New South Wales and Melbourne, uh, which was great. It was a 3 days tournament. And uh, what we try to bring to this tournament was not just like about futsal, which is, of course, we we want to have a futsal tournament, as Leandro mentioned, but we want to bring more experience. So that's the word that you want to bring here is like about experience. So it's not like just one tournament and that's it so we so that's where uh, as well as the tournament the three days and the, the games which it was great a pretty high level competition we brought uh also we had live streaming you have a dj you have a reporter interview all the players and uh players coaches uh, and the sponsors um we have um um also um freestyling contests it was great so every day mm-hmm. we had the, in the morning and afternoon we did a live uh, um, lifestyle uh, lifestyle contest it was amazing and uh yeah and it was uh we was hard uh for first day for the first time but uh, we could make it and it was exciting to make the the next year uh, and yeah Leandro can tell about more about the first year as well Leandro, if you want
1: yeah, as Renato said, it was challenging to uh, attract uh, the players, the, the clubs, the, the, the coaches because it was a, a tournament and no one uh, could say anything about it. So there, there wasn't previous editions. but um, I think that we managed to uh, provide them an amazing experience. And, and as Renato said, uh, in addition to a, a well-organized competition, we also had the entertainment part which is something uh, very special you don't get to see that in, in all the tournaments around australia mm-hmm. uh and the reason why we brought the entertainment uh to this experience is because we really wanted to impact those those kids uh so they can come back and they want to love the sport and they want to play more uh there's a lot of adults they don't really like sports and maybe that that's because of bad experience they had when they were uh, um children uh could be coming from the parents sometimes sports is the parents passion it's not the, the, actually the, the kids passion right yeah uh, it could be coming from the coaches so we we wanted to create this as a platform to make them love the sport love the ball and so they wanna they wanna play the sport for for the rest of their lives and i think we, you... we were um very successful to i think Give so you
0: a few interesting things. Uh, the experience that you guys mentioned—that's that, exactly what caught my attention when I look at at the tournament from Melbourne here, because I I couldn't attend the tournament t- uh, three years ago. Uh, look at the DJ playing during the games. Uh, that freestyle th- uh, thing that you said—that caught my attention. But um, what was the highlights of the tournament? And, and when you look at back and you say, "Look, that that was successful." What What, what are your best memories from that first edition?
1: Look, for me, what was more impacting is uh, I had coaches coming to me and saying, like, the kids are feeling like Maradona's because yeah. uh, they go to the game, they play, it's super well organized. Um, they, uh, like the DJ, for example, uh, play in music, like NBA style. So game on, no music, on the breaks, music's on. Uh, okay. And when they leave the, the match, there's a reporter there ready to interview them and ask them, how was it? so this is something that they don't really get to experience in in any tournament uh and a lot of them were impressed uh and very excited to to belong to that experience so mm-hmm. i think it was the, the most important is to have the kids engaged uh having a great time and saying they they want more they want to come back then um, in addition
2: to that also like everything was on time so that's well, important. yeah it was very well organized so start at eight finish by 5 30 something like that so that's one thing that i, I could say that was uh, very impressive and also uh the award ceremony so we did a ceremony at the end so everyone like Leander said everyone we try to the kids feel like a pro you know like come finish game interviews and then at the end you have like your trophy your team is going there and they have a back, a back door drop with the, the logos of the, the competition. you have like uh, um, like a banners as well. so photos, videos, DJs so all about this. You know, I think the kids felt like a pro for sure.
0: It's important uh, to offer something different to the other tournaments and that's what I want to talk now. Uh, why did you guys chose the July for the tournament? because all the other we have a few national tournaments in Australia. Let's mention a few, Gold Coast International, FFA State Futsal Titles, Junior Futsals Nationals, AFA Nationals, they all host in January, during the January holidays. And you guys are the only ones now hosting in July. W- Why did you guys make that decision?
1: Well, the main reason was uh, we, well, talking about new South Wales, we noticed that uh, it was lacking tournaments uh, uh, of that style. So we said, well, we need to create something like this. And also because, as you said, there's a lot of competition in January, for example, in, in other parts of the year. So we, we didn't really want to compete with them because we believe that we need to put our hands together and increase the experiences over the year. Um, uh, and it was also a great opportunity for teams to prepare themselves for the futsal season. So the reason why we, we selected July is, uh, is an, a great, it's a great opportunity for for the futsal clubs and academies to use this tournament as preparation for for the bigger tournaments coming on the second semester.
0: I think it was a smart move by you guys. You covered the the gap that was missing. There was missing a tournament in July, and you guys covered that gap. But you say that preparing for the futsal season. How does futsal work for kids there in New South Wales, kids that want to play the whole year round, for
1: example? It's a challenge, yeah. And this is very frustrating for us Brazilians because we play futsal, all year round in Brazil. So this is something that uh, we will be always working uh, to increase uh, in, in New South Wales, because uh, it, it's it's very separated. Uh, you, you either play the football season or you play the futsal season. Um, okay. It's it, it, it can be even more frustrating. I was talking to a few um, uh, coaches and they were saying that their players, they couldn't play the futsal, the Sydney futsal cup because. At the moment it's football season they were playing for a club a football club and clubs were saying like you can't play futsal otherwise you get kicked out from the club so it's it's uh, it's something that we need to um uh, uh, fight for because uh i think that if you want to increase the level of football in australia increase the, the the players passion for the sport uh we just need one thing and this thing is freedom and the, the possibility to play, to experience all the experiences that are out uh, there. And talking about freedom, uh, you guys,
0: uh, it's, uh, it's open for any club, from any organization to join in. Is that correct? Right. Yes, yes.
1: So again, uh, and, and this is the conversation I have with all the coaches and parents and everybody who is uh, contacting us, interested in, in participating. Um, the most important is to ensure that the players you're bringing in, they are on a good level so they can enjoy this experience. We don't want kids to get smashed and and, and say, I don't like the sport, I don't want to play anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we'll be investigating with all the team managers what the level of the kids to ensure that uh, it is a good competition, it is a high-level competition. Um, but again, you can, you can build up your own team and bring your own players uh, to experience the competition. Uh, you can be an academy, you can be a club, uh, and this is the profile of teams that we have already uh, uh, registered for, for this competition this year. Um, and this is the beauty of, of this tournament. Um, we are open for everybody who, who is ready for the challenge.
0: Are there any requirements uh, that you guys ask for from, from a club? I'll give you an example, you, you, you have to have more than one team. Any type of requirement from clubs that want to register? Not really,
1: like uh, if you want to register only one team or if you want to bring one team for all age groups, uh, you can do that. So all we want is to get the eight teams per age group, get uh, good level teams so we have a good, a good experience and, and, uh, and a good level of for everybody
0: you over to uh before we get to this ed- this year's edition, the last two years you guys couldn't uh run the tournament due to COVID. How frustrating was that for you guys?
2: Uh well, look, you know that when you start to like behind the scenes, you do a lot of work before it starts any competition. So myself and Leandro, we start to work like six months prior to the event. So people don't 2000- see that,
0: but there's a lot of work, isn't it?
2: Exactly. Exactly. So we had to be in contact for the suppliers, venues, and uh, and get uh, the ball rolling before that. And uh, in two thousand um, in two thousand twenty, yeah, we saw that mm-hmm. we couldn't even start it. We we start to have meetings to see if we, we go for it, but then COVID destroyed us, and then we decided to not like even work like a long time we would just like we have a couple of meetings and then we stop it but in 2021 we pretty much did the whole pre-event uh step so which is uh we had to contact all the suppliers they also bought like trophies medals so was ready to go and then like uh, i don't remember top of my head Leandro, but it was like a month ago when we decided to like to to cancel the event and postpone it actually to september and then again we tried september was not the best time for us because we'd like as leandro said uh we would like to keep on july during july but then oh let's make it happen and then we postponed for september and again last year was crazy the borders was shut and then it's decided on let's make make it happen next year so which is this year so that's why you are very excited to, to make uh, this
1: event to, to, to happen. <laughs> but it, it's a, there's that that quote, uh, André, that says, what doesn't kill us, makes us stronger, right? So <laughs> yeah. we we have been waiting for, for the second edition of the competition for two years, but uh, this year we're coming now with a much bigger tournament, it used to be 40 teams, it's now 80, it used to be um, 8 to 12s, it is now uh, 8 to 16s, uh, so we're coming much stronger, and yes, it, it's great to see the support we're already having from a lot of clubs and academies, who who were registered for for uh, uh, last year's editions as well. Uh, as soon as we cancel, so we returned a hundred percent of the of the radio fees to to the respective clubs and academies. That's so awesome. yeah, it's it's great to see the support for this year's comp as well.
0: That's uh, that's something really nice to see that you guys. Gave them the refund, and now they support you guys back. That's uh, something nice to hear from the from the community. Uh, talk about this year's edition. You mentioned that you went from 40 to 80 teams. Uh, from you, First edition from under-8 to 12, This year, under-8 to 216s. I have seen on social media that this year guys got teams from New South Wales, Victoria, and Queensland. Can you just uh, give us a bit more details of what age groups you have, if you have any age, age, age groups
1: Sure. So, um, yeah, the reason why we decided to increase from twelves to sixteens is because the clubs and academies, they were asking for, for more age groups to be included. Uh, and this is for us it's, it's, uh, it's amazing because they like what the, the experience and they want to bring more of their players for the, for this experience. Um, so what we got for this year's tournament is eight twelves mixed boys and girls. Um and then from 13s to 16s boys, and we also have a girls-only comp for 14s and 15s. Um, so it's amazing because we are now having a girls-only comp as well, but they can still play mixed as used to be from eights to twelves. Um, we're very happy to have the 11s sold out, the 12s sold out. Uh we're still uh, accepting uh inquiries for those age groups as well. Um So if we have opportunity to um, get those teams in, we will make sure that uh, we can do that as well. Um, And it would be amazing to have uh, more girls calling us as well. Um, We don't have uh, all the teams for the girls comp yet. Um, So this is a a call for all the girls who are interested in participating, uh, get in touch and yeah, look forward to, to see you guys in July as well.
0: So girls in the 14s and 15s, you have a girls-only cup, is that right?
1: Correct, yeah. So this is new. We didn't have before, so uh, we're trying to spread the word and get the girls involved because it will be amazing uh, competitions for 14s and 15s as well.
0: Yeah, girls, uh, we can see girls' futsal growing in Australia. We just saw uh, South Perth going to um, play in Thailand. So South Perth is right now in, in Thailand representing Australia And they're doing amazing. They just lost to to the Thailand Thai national team. Uh, When you mean that the the age groups are sold out, how many teams per age group are you going to have?
1: So we have eight teams per age group. Um, And yes, so this is what we we had in 2019. We're repeating now. Uh, We have the first uh, phase uh, with the teams playing phase group. And then we go straight to semis and finals.
0: So with eight teams, they play uh, one round against all the teams. It's only one group. So they play yes. seven games and then semifinal, grand final. Correct. That's yes. So that's nine games in three days. That's a lot of games for the kids to play. It is.
1: It is. They're, they're four days, sorry. Yeah, in four days, uh, two games per day, uh, two halves of 20 minutes. So FIFA rules. It's a lot of game played. And we believe uh it, it is it is a, a um a good deal for the teams who well, are participating the, the radio fee is, is 995 so we're talking about an average of 100 uh per player right so how much per, is the registration fee 995
0: 995 okay
1: yes so if you have like 10 players let's say that's the maximum that you can have and the minimum of six uh we're talking about an average of uh, less than a hundred dollars per player. So, for the amount of, of game they will play over the competition, and considering uh, the unique experience uh, they will have, uh, I think it's it's a it's a great deal for for, for coaches, for parents involved. Um, yes.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think uh, the more they play, the kid, the more the kids just, they want to play. The more game time they get, it's uh, better for everyone. Uh, talking about the referees, I know it's uh, without referees, there's no game. Uh, we all love and hate referees, but uh, we right now, as I realize that I love more them than I hate them. So I want to give a shout out to all the referees out there. But uh, where do you guys get referees from?
2: So, well, look, we first we try to bring in the best referees that we can. So, it's all locals from, from Sydney and they're all professionals. So, which means like if not bring like coaches or parents to, to go there and do the referees. So, it's a, again, it's a challenge because it's a long day and uh, it's four days uh, competition and pretty much 12 hours. So, which is in the six courts, uh, so four courts, how one and two courts, how two. So, which is a, it's a big event. So, we're going you we need to like be sure that you're going to bring good referees, professional ones. So, all we, we could have brought from Sydney. So, we are, we have that, that experience in 2019. It was great. Of course, you always have some complaints about referees. No one. Sometimes' it's happy for the results and stuff, but we could like talk to the parents, try to calm them down and the coaches and the teams, but it was like nothing that we like to to could manage these deals you know so yeah, so we are we are happy to have a great team and looking forward to have a, a nice experience with the the referees that we have.
0: do you guys still have any positions available for referees, if any referees out there want to refer in the tournament?
2: well at the moment that's right we don't know how many teams you're gonna have for the competition because we have a month to to go so we have the cutoff we go let's say 26 of may to, to of may all the teams. yeah yeah to rest so after that we're gonna sit down and see how many teams they already rest and then we can have like how many referees need. but yeah we're always happy to to get uh, in touch with any reference professional ones good ones could be part of the, our team for sure
0: very good uh what venues are going to be used for the tournament
1: PCYC. So be, yeah pcyc south windsor so it's about uh, like 45 50 minutes from sydney um, it's it's a great venue we got six courts all together Um, As we mentioned, like we got a lot of structure involved. So we got the the DJ playing the music and the reporters. So we wanted to be in a venue where all this structure would work well and the experience would be amazing in all parts, in all areas. Um, So, yes, it's great to work with them. They're super professional and and they're giving us a a lot of support uh, uh, as well.
0: So you have the six games happening at the same time uh, so it's half game games half time four games is that right correct For yes example. yes That's great so the dj can play during halftime that makes
1: that makes sense yes. and there's a lot of fun and uh, as i said that and, and the good thing is like we keep talking about the players right but we can't forget like we got parents sitting there all day right so this experience this entertainment also makes them enjoy the the experience even more, right? They're not only uh, um, getting excited about uh, the kids playing the matches, uh, but when the kids are not playing, they listen to good music, uh, they get entertained by a contest. There's also great food. We're bringing uh, uh, um, amazing gastronomy as well. So it, it, is, it is an experience. We had a we had Armando and Andrew from the Gold Coast. Well, we had we've had everyone
0: on the podcast already. We have got people from Oz, Gold Coast, uh, uh, Pro Footso, but uh, we had Armando and Andrew from the Gold Coast International. One of the things that they mentioned and I really liked was the idea of uh, giving a a prize for the club that wins the most. I know that's uh, that's a tricky one because there's many ways to to decide who is the best club, but they found a way that for them it's been working. And uh, and it's an interesting thing. Is there something that you guys might do in the future as well? Give a prize
1: for the best club? Yes, why not? Like uh, again, the, the the tournament is new, yeah, and we open for ideas. Uh, we we will take any great idea on board to make this a more desired and and uh, exciting competition to to be a part of. Um, at the moment, we we the prizes that we give apart from trophies and medals. We also have the MVPs, uh, we also have the Golden Boots, and we also have Golden Globe. Um, this year we're gonna have the support of what we had uh, uh, in the previ- in previous uh, edition as well from uh, Ultra Football. So they will come with uh, amazing prizes for uh, uh, all of the top players in the competition. Um, yes, so at the moment we, we focus more uh, on the players, right? But why not? So uh, maybe in the future thinking about the, the most uh, uh, successful clubs and academies so they can get a special prize as well. The and, first the
2: and the Freestyle Contest as well, we, gi- we give some prizes during the, the morning and afternoons as well.
0: So how does the Freestyle Comp work? You
2: can you say and, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. well, we 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 use the the MC to, during the morning and afternoon to try to bring a couple of players and then we, we bring the ball and then we try to do something that different, try to do some freestyle on that uh, we, we see if they're doing like anything like boldness or something different that you never see. Uh, and then at the end, we see who was the best, and then we give it a prize right for them.
1: The, the, the freestyle, freestyle contest is more an opportunity for the players to break the ice because it's so focused on the competition getting instructions from the coaches. So when they are on the break, it's again, it's about the freedom. Yeah, believe your game, do whatever you, you, you want to do, use your creativity, use your improvise, uh, juggle the ball and show us uh, what you're capable of. If you are the best, you get a prize, you go back home very, very happy. That's so I just goal.
0: had an idea here off, off the top of my head. What if we bring in here for this freestyle tournament? Why not? Yeah, 100%. Because... Uh... He came to Australia three years ago to play in this series footso him Melbourne, and I know of behind the scenes that he's coming back in the next few months. Maybe okay. we can organize him to come exactly at the same time of the Sydney Futsal Cup, uh, and he can run this freestyle thing for you guys. That would be amazing. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. Let's, so let's let's chat. Let's chat uh, the podcast. Afterwards. Guys, guys. Uh, what can teams expect from this tournament? The last question: If you guys want to add anything else, feel free to.
1: Look, um, I think this is a competition where uh, they, exper- they can expect uh, high-level futsal, so they won't be frustrated, they will be challenged. Yeah? And I tell all the clubs and academies that are coming, get ready for, for a great uh, futsal challenge, uh, but also the whole experience, as we mentioned before. So this is something that um, it will add for their experience as a player, it will add to their passion for the sport, um And we just hope that, uh, yes, once they experience the, the, the Sydney Futsal Cup, they will, uh, for no doubt, come for the future editions as well. Uh, anything, look, else, and,
0: uh, anything else to add, Renato?
2: Yes, uh, me and Leandro always talk about this, about passion, passion, passion the whole time. Why? Because I think you sometimes, I, I remember when I was eight, seven, eight years, uh, old when I participate in competition, it, it, like that's where I start to really like soccer, football, futsal. Uh, and um, and I that's what we believe that we could like uh, sometimes like kids that like playing just not really keen to play futsal, but then after the competition that we can change their life, and then they really have this experience. Of, wow, that's really nice for me it was great experience so now i'm gonna play futsal forever so uh-huh. so that's why you wanna like bring the seed to to the the heart and probably bring them to play uh this amazing sport which is, we love me myself and Leandri. like most of brazilian they play futsal they since they were we were young like four five six years old so Uh, it's massive in Brazil, so that's why we want to bring this competition uh, here, and that's why it was futsal, so to bring this and get bigger in Australia.
0: That's so true, everything you said. Um, It brings back memories from my childhood. There was this one tournament I want to mention quickly that I played when I was 10 years old, and I still remember that tournament, traveling with my friends uh, from the school, and the memories from the tournament, it was not just about the play on the court, it was the experience, that you guys mention all the time. Guys, uh, Renato, Leandro, I want to thank you both for coming on the show and it's been great talking to you guys and getting to know you both.
1: Thank you so much, André, for the opportunity and uh, yes, and I invite everybody uh, uh, to get in contact with us Yeah, info uh, so uh, inquire and and let us know if you're interested to participate. André, thank you so much for, for the opportunity. Appreciate it. No.
2: Thanks, Andrea, to open your podcast for us. It's really important. I uh, know that you focus on futsal, so we are uh, very, very, very happy to bring this tournament in your podcast and people can watch us and get inspired to participate in this amazing event. Thanks so much.
0: Thank you, uh, Renato. Just uh, again, the, the website, the email, because you said a hobo a in Portuguese, people want to understand at my again. So, the website and the email, so for people to get in contact with you guys.
1: Okay, so uh, info at com. that's the email. Yeah. yeah, um, and the website is www.sydneyfoodsockup.com.
0: Very good, very good. There you go, guys. You can get in contact. Uh, well done in the, on the 2019 edition. Good luck to this, this edition coming up, the second one. And I hope it's a, it is a success because we need tournaments in Australia to grow futsal. So best of luck, guys, and see everyone soon. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate Thanks, it.